Hey guys, it's Edge Martinez. They call me the voice of New York. And 50 years ago, hip hop started right here in New York City. And we're celebrating the five boroughs all year long. Check out nyctourism.com forward slash hip hop for cultural stories, events, interviews, and more. nyctourism.com forward slash hip hop. everyone this is the go along podcast brought to you by hamburg brewing company we are here live at hbc in western new york drinking a little berry berry sneaky jim cheers cheers buddy this is the former blackberry sauce for the hbc aficionados out there very veteran you're a veteran member of the hbc we were you, just hanging out with the brewer down there, the head brewer, and um, we're gonna have a good off. He was wondering show. where our Louis locks were. <laughs> we, we tell people we're doing people a favor. <laughs> since gambling became the, since internet app, you know the apps in New York became legal, we're doing people a favor. You make your own decisions. We're not gonna help you anymore. You don't need our help slash losses whatever you want to say but we needed to back away from the louis locks i'll just say it's too good of a beer to be associated with a loss i totally agree okay. you know we should have found a shitty beer somewhere and yeah, associated like a, that with the yeah. the gambling losses that's and, all it's, it's okay just, it's, it's okay. okay live and learn um no, gamble responsibly it's just like alcohol just like know? peyton manning says right oh don't get me started on these commercials all i know is this jim i'm you know, we haven't done this pod in a little bit. We're fresh off of a 12-day cleanse. <laughs> your boy. Your boy your boy has kept you busy. Fresh off the 12-day cleanse. Um, some some puking, some diarrhea. I don't know. What what else was a part of that cleanse? I'm not really sure. Well, he sure. had a breakup. A, a Did first he? Round I don't loss know. Or whatever it was. A first-round loss. A breakup. You have... This is what's great about podcasts and getting to learn and, and talk to people who have different kind of where I was on the, whatever, the inside. I didn't like saying that, but I work for a team. You were in the media. And your takes on Aaron Rodgers, I have swayed now. I'm coming. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I'm always such a talent first and believer in a rare talent. I'm not saying he's not a rare you talent. You never have. You never have, but your concerns were worthy of what you've said and written about. I get it. It's enough. Like, it's wearing me out now. It, it wears your team out. It can, especially when you lay an egg like you did in the, in the postseason. Um, it's an, like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I get everything that you've heard and said comes true. And it's hard for me being on the other side of it because I see Gudicus. I hear the press conferences, and my, if the first question to me as the GM, what are you doing with Aaron Rodgers? Everything we can to keep him. Of course. Nobody played better in the regular season. Regular season being the key word. We'll get into all of that. And I'm shot out of a can. It's- I'm, in, I'm in Hamburg Brewing. I'm shot out of a can. <laughs> I'm sorry. You've had a few of those very, very sneakies. You're well, you know it. we like our morning beers. 
Well, we're in beer. Well, it's two oh eight right now, so we're in good shape. Yeah, See, I, I, the morning to me lasts till about happy hour, with the traditional happy hour, yeah. five o'clock, whatever. All right. Well, let's we'll get into his game, his yes, season. Yes. You know, the the substantive decision <laughs> of it all, because it is a it is a decision for the Packers, <laughs> for Aaron Rodgers, for a lot of parties involved. But let's just. I think we we need, we gotta hit pause, right, Jim? Pause. I mean. I was asleep. I think I woke up in the middle of the night. One of our kids yes. was crying and I checked my phone and I'm like, whoa, what, what happened? What happened? Oh, Aaron Rodgers did what on Instagram? So he is as calculating of a professional athlete, let alone legit star, as you'll find in all of sports. He knows what he says. He knows the weight of his words. He knows how things are perceived. He knows how to rally the masses or rally the supporters on social media behind something. And he uses that. This isn't coming from me. This is coming from people with the Packers, people around the league. They Everybody knows the playbook by now. I mean, he, his words carry a lot of weight. We, we see it through the season on the Pat McAfee show. Before that, he <laughs> did a show with one of his friends in local media where anything he said, it, that became the story, right? So he knows how that works. He knows how it works. Oh, he's very media, yeah, so very media savvy. It's one of two things, right? Either he genuinely, at whatever it was, midnight, 1230, had this moment of intense gratitude. The thank yous. At the end of a 12-day cleanse, and he just felt the need to really be kind to these people and thank people and... You know, there was the picture of Randall Cobb and Devontae Adams on the sideline at Arrowhead Stadium when he didn't play because he had COVID and they left the spot open for him. All of that, you know, it's kind of went on. It almost felt like a a, a yearbook post in high school, right? When you read in the back of somebody's yearbook and that he was I'll either – I'll never forget when we – Yeah, so either it was this, this spontaneous moment that's admirable <laughs> – I suppose. That's good. I don't know. People use social media in different ways, I guess. That's how a lot of people use it. Or it was the calculating Aaron Rodgers where he knows that he's Aaron Rodgers, the four-time MVP, and that when he does this post, so we're all going to be a bunch of you know, rats just <laughs> running in the same direction. And that's what happened. What's and he mean? built he, – it, it, it's no coincidence that the next day was the appearance on the Pat McAfee show and everybody was tuning in. I don't know what the final count was. I think it was close to 200,000 live viewers on YouTube in addition to the Mad Dog audience and we everything. Were, we were close on that with the Mahomes, <laughs> Terry Pagula story. I I was a little upset that they edged, they edged us out, but yeah. Barely edged us out. Okay, Barely but calculated is the word you're saying. So like, I'm saying like he – He's playing up. And so then the show starts and he immediately says, well, you know, just there's no news to really share here. I don't want to disappoint anybody, but I was on this 12 day cleanse and here's what it was about. Like either he just had this spontaneous moment of gratitude or he is obsessed with being in the headlines in the spotlight and needs the attention. Unlike any player in the league. Mm. I don't know who was on that plane with him. Right. So it's it, it's That's a good point. I think it's you know he point. he made it seem like it was going to be a quick decision, and he'd kind of let us know, let everybody know by now, at the start of free agency where he's leaning. Um, here's the other element of it, and Brian Gutekind's made things 
very interesting. You're familiar with Packers GM, Jim, so maybe you can shed some insight. But uh, if you, I wish were, he was here with. Oh, if he was here great. drinking these very uh, sneaky, very very sneaky, very very sneakies, we'd get the truth, which we've talked about before. Okay. And that's what we're all about at Go Long. Liar, get, liar. Cut through the bullshit. I, on the way here today, I was listening to Future, and the one song he has is called Honest. Just be honest. Yeah. I'm just being honest. Liar, liar, the movie. We talked about that. We need this. We need Gudikis to have some very, very sneakies and get let's get it out. They know. Listen, they know what's going on. So we don't. Because you're right. They're very, they're good on how they say it. We don't know. Aaron Rodgers talks. We don't know. Gudikis talks. Don't know. Give him credit. To get him into training camp, though, last year. Right. I think the retirement threat was real i think he was thinking about it probably he was unhappy and we all saw his press conference his airing of grievances it was a festivist of sorts <laughs> in green bay wisconsin in late july but we were pr- pretty much led to believe that there was this agreement behind the scenes all of the reporting that was out there suggested that okay like they, he's here but they agreed when it comes to the spring they're going to reassess and if that Aaron Rodgers does want out again at that point they'd make it happen now Brian Gudikin said this week we to the media there there's no agreement <laughs> this is where I give Mike Florio pro football talk a lot of credit Mike, he, he pointed good. it he's out good. at the moment he said look if, if it's not in paper if it's not written if it's not down on paper like it doesn't matter it's just he said she said so what is it we don't know like does he have the ability to get out if he still wants out and wants to play, but not for Green Bay. Um, I'm not sure. Green Bay contractually has all of the leverage. I was going to say, they're in a good spot. And here's where it's different than last offseason. I really do believe they have the leverage in the court of public opinion now, Jim, because they've made it very clear you can have, I mean, they're moving money around with Aaron Jones, with Kenny Clark, with all of their best players. They're making it clear, like, we want to, create the room needed to pay you what you want. Devontae Adams, we want him. You know, he can still do whatever he wants at the line of scrimmage. He can still defy COVID protocols and do whatever he wants well, down those I mean, lines. They Adam, let him certainly there. He's got the freedom to basically do and say and act however he wants in green Bay. And so if he still wants out, if he wants to make the stink this year that he made last year, Green Bay is going to look pretty good because right now it's Brian Gutkins. Hey, what's the problem here? You got the money. You got the team. We brought your buddy Randall Cobb in. Um, we, we, we signed veterans on defense. And how many points in the playoff? Game? And they scored 10 points at home against Jimmy Garoppolo. This is where. This is where, I, I mean, honestly, it's when I was like, I can't, I, we talked about it before, I can't, this is where I'm at a loss as far as defending Aaron Rodgers. But if I'm Gutekist, <laughs> I'm still trying to do everything I can to keep him if he wants to play. Well, let's get to that then. Okay. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Now, so, does that blow your mind? It, put yourself in, in okay, because this is where I was kind of talking about, where, where we have these different backgrounds as far as, if you were Gudikis, and you know all this about Aaron, as far as, look, he he likes the drama, he likes being in the media, he likes he. I feel like he's setting us up, but there wasn't a better regular season quarterback than Aaron Rodgers last year. There wasn't. 
why would you move on? Is the goal to win the regular season now, or to win the Super Bowl? That, there, there's the there's the dilemma because can you even get to that point without Aaron Rodgers? Can you even get to the playoffs without Aaron Rodgers? I'm not saying you can or can't. I'm just saying that's what you're talking about. First off, there wasn't a better regular. I hate saying regular season, but I have to keep saying that now. I think because there was though. I think it was. I think Bob McGinn put it. Yeah, perfectly. But well, Bob. Bob is. Yeah, and I know people. You know, they went into a tizzy when uh, <laughs> his analysis kind of went mainstream there on Monday. But Bob nailed it. I think that this was a very efficient offense. It wasn't a big play offense, and it was Aaron Rodgers, very cognizant of his turnovers, very cognizant of his passer rating, and that's good, right? I'm not going to sit here and say he should throw five interceptions in a game. That's ridiculous. Obviously, it's good to take care of the football. But he takes it to an extreme to where, hey, what was the throw that won the Rams the Super Bowl? It's Matthew Stafford, no looking Von Bell Which, to Cooper Cup when he's got no business throwing it to Cooper Cup in that situation. This is hard. This is hard. This is hard. And I'm watching that Green Bay game. It was apathetic, listless. It was um, an Aaron Rodgers that we've seen in the playoffs. He's had some good moments, but for a good, for most of a decade, it's kind of been great regular season, let down in the playoffs. And I'm not saying that if they move on from Aaron Rodgers at Super Bowl or bust next year, but he's but Aaron Rodgers is gonna play forever. He's not gonna play forever. He doesn't. He at doesn't, some point, you've got to make that decision to rip the bandaid off. There's no way he wants to play unless he knows he could make a Super Bowl. Correct. Why would you want to even play for two? Like, yes, Green Bay. He knows if he comes back to Green Bay, he knows. We can win the division. We will possibly be a one or a two seed. You know, well, one seed's the only thing that matters now, I guess, with home field. But that's all That's all pretty much a definite. Like, you know your team. Yeah, you got some new coordinator, and that's not going to matter. That's going to be fine. Does Aaron Rodgers want to take the risk of going somewhere else? And then possibly – there's a lot – when you take that risk – and this is where you got to give Brady credit for having that, like – it takes guts at that stage in your career where you don't need the money. You're doing this because you want to be somewhere else. Yeah. You know, you're tired of where you've been and I want to show you I can win somewhere else. I don't know if Roger, we don't know. I don't know if he has that. I don't know if that's what he's trying to do or not. I almost feel like, I almost feel like he wants to, to stay. He's got a pretty good safe space in Green Bay. That's how I feel. That's it's, how I feel. It's a very cozy, safe space where he can, do whatever he wants for the most part, whether it's calling plays, whether it's at the facility. Oh, and could be even more a show. Hey, Aaron, if you stick around, I know we got, you know, we got a new coordinator coming in. Hey, look, you're going to have more say than you've ever had. You know, we want yeah. you here. I mean, they could do that too. It, it, completely. Jake Kumro. Keep your phone on at this point, right? Because <laughs> Green Bay might be offering you $100 million. <laughs> and Devontae Adams is just sitting around like, right. look, don't tag me if you aren't signing him. Yeah, I guess. But that's where I kind of get almost more irritated by the Packers sometimes, Jim, because it's like, all right, I get it. Aaron Rodgers is unbelievably talented. He is. He is. It's just tough. It's as good. But – but you, you, you have a team to run. Like, are you really willing to go through another offseason that you went through last year for 
the chance at making a Super Bowl run. Yeah. I mean, you think it's worth it? I mean, I it's Super Bowl or bust. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. I see. I think you should look to the future. Let I me think, ask I think you this then. Enough is enough. Rip, but, but at some point it's going to end, Jim. At some point it's going to end. Very fair. Take the picks and the players while you can. Well, okay. Take now it. this is the gambling part, right? This is where the FanDuel and all of us come into play now with the gambling. You have a – we're talking about the most important position in sports, right? You have a guy that just won MVP. Yes, you didn't what get the – What a chance, right? What an opportunity. You didn't – you want. This is the gamble. Do we – okay, so on FanDuel, when you have a – if you do a parlay, a three-team parlay, and you hit the first two games, right – they give you an option. It's called a cash out option. So say, say the parlay, if it all three teams win, you might win 600 bucks. So what they do, if you hit your first two legs, they give you an option to cash out, say for 350, you know, so they're saying, look, Hey, good job. We'll give you 350, you know, but do you want that 350 or you're like, ah, I got, you know, I have a chance at 600. That's where Green Bay's at. Do they cash out? Because they're in a cash out play with Aaron Rodgers, to your point. Yes, you can get something big for him. And you have a quarterback that you went on. This would be your cash out option. Whether or not you take it, this is the gambler and Gudikis and, and Lafleur. If I'm the GM, I'm keeping Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I don't need, and I'm, and I'm sitting here saying that, and I believe everything I've, the postseason is real. It's real. But it's not like you saw any decline in his play. Being conservative isn't a lack of physical ability. That's a lack of something where something, a hang-up he has if he's not taking chances in the big games. His physical ability is incredible. He's at a high level right now. You can't find that. It's what the Bills were trying to find desperately. They found it. It's what the Chiefs were trying to find. They found it. When you have the guy that's good enough physically, when you deem him physically good enough to win a Super Bowl with, then the conservative part, you got to coach that out of him or something. But you to give up on that is, woof. What about the concern of um, retirement? Okay, well, that's not knowing what he's going to do, what he's going to say, how he's going to feel. Well, the retirement part, I mean, that. You're, you're, you've already played that. You, you, you got the court. You know. You, I'm, I'm just saying. Look, if, if you're Green Bay, you got Jordan Love. You're, you're prepared for his. Jordan, I think Jordan Love is a conversation unto itself. Yeah, to itself. But when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, like, my God, you, if, if, if Trey Lance, the opportunity to draft Trey Lance is going to warrant the three first. If Matt Stafford is getting two firsts and right. a third, and Jared what could Goff, you get for Aaron right now? Can you imagine what Denver Broncos are going to line up right now? Denver, talking... Pittsburgh, oh. New Orleans. I feel like all these teams are going to be in play. It I don't would... even know who has almost anybody who needs a quarterback, right? Completely. Could, could give you everything. And you have to wait. Obviously, you'd have to, yeah. So if the opportunity is well, there, that's where and the choice is yeah. to take that or risk. So what's the another so, year of another divisional playoff loss and more drama and more nonsense and you don't get anything a year from now? No. So that that's why right now as a Green Bay, they know what they would, they know what they would take. It, and I get it. It doesn't behoove. Like if you're not coming with this, don't call us. It, 
it doesn't behoove them to even come close to the T word. Why, why would they at this point even talk or entertain or pick up a phone when it comes to trading Aaron Rodgers? I get it. Like let him work through. So we're waiting for this decision. I mean, is it, so if, if, if we're led to believe that Brian Gutekind is telling us the truth, that no agreement was made and that they don't, they're not going to give him the ability to just seek a truth. So the decision is if he wants to retire or not, which, so if he wants to play, then it's for the Packers. Right now, if you're Green Bay, that's how you'd like it to be set up. What's your guess? What's going to happen? I think he stays. I and the only reason I'm saying that is I'm putting my. (laughs) This is crazy. I mean, I've never been a GM, so it's bad for me to say. But if I was, I was. I mean, if I was in that role, my my area of. You know, what I was paid to do in the NFL was to make decisions like this. Yes, I would do whatever I could to keep Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It's the unknown is to you're you're yes, you drafted Jordan Love, but my it's there's so much unknown, right? Yes, he shows good signs for sure. He showed to me he shows everything you'd want and where they took him, where he's at, fine. Just like when they took Aaron, where he was at when they had Brett. At this point though, I still think you do everything you can to keep Aaron Rodgers. I really would. Now, when you when I when you, when I say that to you, do you look at me as that's such a soft front office? Like, <laughs> no, I'm asking because I feel like that's just my initial and how I would no, handle it. I understand it. I mean, he, it's a he, whole new your whole off season. So if, if you if because right, right now we're getting ready to do the whole off season game plan, right? This is what you do. You go away with the coaching staff and. You hammer it out. Here's where we are cap-wise. Who are we targeting free agency, mm-hmm. draft-wise, if your quarterback's in place? If Aaron's out, now we have a whole new meeting, right? Okay, now we got Jordan. Who are we bringing in to compete with Jordan? Because you got to bring in somebody to compete with him for the starting job. I wouldn't just hand it to him. Mitchell Trubisky. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, well, that's a whole other story. Um, Sign me up for the Mitchell Trubisky-led Green Bay Packers <laughs> in 2022. <laughs> he beats out Jordan Love. But you see what I'm saying? It just causes you as a front office, you have one of the rare things in football. You have a MVP, Hall of Fame type quarterback. I, I, I run it till it can't run anymore. I do what the Steelers did. I do what the Steelers did. I get it. I, I, I totally understand it. We've talked about it. But I'm not about, saying I'm right. I'm, I, I want well, you to foot, say that. I'm NFL saying what I would do. a game do. of survival. I mean, you've lived it. You've seen it. Everybody is and looking out for their own neck. You, I get it. I get it. Like, if you've got this talent and he's really, really good and he makes everybody look better around him. And he likes the head coach and the head coach likes him. He likes the new offense coordinator, right? I mean, I read about, right? The history of the quarterbacks coach. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said OC. Quarterbacks coach. Yeah. Believe it or not, Jim, long ago, me and Aaron used to sit down for a one-on-one every spring. That I I need to see footage of. I need. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I don't believe it. But yes, I get it. I, I got to find the uh, the old quote up, but he uh, he had a lot of good things to say about Tom Clements here. You, you keep it going. Well, no, I was about. reading. To be honest, I was reading a lot about what you were saying about what he said about Clements. And if your quarterback is happy with the quarterback coach who he's with nonstop, he's not with the OC all the time. He, that's who he's with. If he's happy with Clements, he loves Adams. Adams loves him. You have a offensive line that is obviously capable of winning a Super Bowl. The special teams are going to get fixed, right? Well, we've been saying that for a decade or so. Okay, well, they made a little move that 
you know, you like to think is the right move. I just feel like if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I wouldn't go anywhere either. I wouldn't want to go anywhere. I wouldn't. Green Bay is doing what Jim Monas suggests. They are doing everything in their power to convince Aaron Rodgers to want to be a Green Bay Packer. They're moving money I'm around. A, I'm a run-of-the-mill NFL <laughs> front office guy. They're I, bringing I in like Randall him. Cobb. You know what? And we, we poke fun at Randall Cobb. I get it. He made the big catch against Cincinnati. He's but let me just point this out. He His body is breaking down. He's, he's slow. He's small. Go back and watch that San Francisco game. The end of the game when Aaron Rodgers almost had a pick six. Randall Cobb is lined up at the top of your screen. And the cornerback... He knows he's not going to get beat by Randall Cobb deep when he's, he's lined up. He's squatting, squatting on it. He's squatting on well, it and almost picks being, it. We talk about this too. It's like, who's the defensive coordinator afraid about? He's afraid of Aaron Rodgers, obviously, and Devontae Adams. Right. Everybody else is. I hate to say it. In the NFL, a lot of guys are just – they're replaceable. So I, I, I guess they're going to bring in buddies, you know, give him a seat at the table now. So they're – to, to your point, they are doing everything that they can to keep him. to make him happy. And what change the reason I kind of agree with you. Look, I think they should trade him, but I agree with you that he'll probably play for the Packers this season. I feel like he will. And you know what did it is this Tom Clements hire because here's a you 60, think that was calculated too. Sixty-eight year old, it's retired. You know, like McCarthy brings him in in 06. so he's with Brett Favre for two seasons. Um, He's teaching Aaron Rodgers the position at the NFL level. So when I would sit down with Aaron, great relationship. I would love to see the. Fo- I would love to hear the phone call, the Florida Clements, Tom. Yeah. Hey, you know I know you're retired. Um, would you like a couple million to come out of retirement to coach, or whatever it is, a million to come out of retirement to coach uh, the MVP who doesn't need coaching? Sure, Matt. <laughs> He really likes you. He really likes you. And if you come on, you know what, Matt? I'll take you up on that deal. I'm ready for the challenge. You don't have to develop Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, it's it's not a secret that Aaron Rodgers, when it comes to relationships, that's what I was going to say. Whether it's it's friends, whether it's it's communication, whether it's it's, yes, it's it's a communication thing. They want to be able to, yes, and they've got a good one. They want Clemens to be able to tell Aaron, here's the game plan. What do you like? What do you don't like? He likes Aaron. Aaron likes him. That, yeah. Here's what was said in 2012. So this is 10 years ago, Jim. Um, I love it. This is unreal. This is the drama of the offseason. Oh my gosh. So uh, he, he, Tom Clement's name comes up in this Q&A and uh, this one-on-one. And I asked Aaron, uh, has Clement's been a big factor in your consistency too? And he says, quote, the biggest. How so? And Aaron Rodgers says, very consistent personality incredible teacher of the game and the perfect dynamic in our relationship where there's a tight relation, tight friendship. And I really look up to him as a person and consider him a dear friend. However, there's a line between player and coach that exists on the field where I look at him as a father figure. And to me, I never want to disappoint my father. So when I take the field, I want to make him proud with the way he has prepared me. The last thing I want to do is let him down. Obviously, a decade later, that analogy doesn't exactly hold up with uh, where Aaron is at in his personal life. I would agree. But he and Tom Clements, unbelievably close. He and Nathaniel Hackett, incredibly close. That's the, yeah, that's the key. Tom Clements on this end of the personality spectrum, Nathaniel Hackett on the other end of the personality. Hackett's bouncing off the wall. You worked with him. 
He is a He's awesome. he is full of energy. Full He's energy, fun, positive, fun. Positive. He likes us schlubs in the media. He, he can't likes, wait to talk ball. He has like eight different TVs in his office. When I say TVs, more monitors of just the way he's coming up with game planning and great. It's really, it, it is, it's like a mad scientist with how he loves football. And he like, he, he Nate, Nate loves football so much. Infectious personality. Awesome. Like you want to be around him. I was just going to say, he's somebody in awesome. general as a human being. No you doubt. want to be every around. time, every time when we, so when everything went down in Buffalo and, um, and Marone left, Hackett and I had a little lunch at um, right in Orchard Park. Is it Buffalo? Um, I'll look up the name. Dang, I can't believe I'm, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the little name of the place. We had a little lunch. And Hackett said, Jim, interview me for the head job. And I sat there. I was like, I'll tell you what, Nate. I, I was sitting there. I, I didn't have that type of, obviously, I didn't have that type of control at the time. Terry just came in. I was very like, I was scared out of my mind for my job, to be honest. But Hackett's like, Jim, just interview, get them to interview me for the job. I'm sitting there like, shit, mate, you, you have the, you definitely have the energy, the positive. You're an outside the box thinker, which I love. I was like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't, I mean, then I, re- I saw where things were going and, and Terry and they, they ran with it and Russ and Doug, they, they had a, I mean, they interviewed like, a lot of guys that year. That was the whole Frank Reich and blah, a million guys interview. Um, and we hired and they hired Rex, but things worked out with Rex. <laughs> well, that's why I go back to that conversation where Man. Nate was Nate came strong on that luncheon. I mean, he knew that, you know, he knew whatever was going on wasn't probably good for him. And I'm like, I give hack. I was like, yeah, Nate, I do think you want to be a head coach someday. And you do carry yourself. Like you care about the, you love football. You love the players. That's all that matters is the players. So yes, to your point, he is, he'd be hard to say no to. He was, I wanted, I wanted, I was like, if I had the power, I may have hired him just based off the way he was selling me that day. What a counterfactual, right? If Nate Hackett takes over the Buffalo Bills. Instead of Rex. Instead of Rex. It would have been 15 the, the part of that we don't know, which it never went beyond that conversation, was who was going to be your coordinator? Was it going to be where you were you going to keep Schwartz? Hopefully you would have. Yeah. What, what, that's, that's the part you don't know. Because what ended up happening with Rex was everything just deep. You know, we had a 4 3, 3 4. We didn't know what we were running. You know, your whole <laughs> roster changes. Yeah. But we never went further than that to hear what Nate's plans were. But he made a pitch, just interview me. And that's his passion for football. And I respected that and always, always thought highly of Nate. It's really cool. I, I can't wait to see what he does. But, yes, does Aaron like that? Does Aaron want to be a part of that? And what is the decision for Aaron Rodgers? How much of a say does he really have with his destination? Because Good point. Good it point. seems like his camp has – Push that narrative that he does that's, have a that's say a good right that's now. a very good point and almost the, like and basically he's the packers the are saying no we're gonna make no agreement green bay is we very make an agreement i like what green bay is doing i i do will say they're not coming out and just saying well we're let we're gonna wait and see what aaron wants to do they're and basically it, saying no we want you and i just think it makes so much sense for both parties agreed denver well i think denver's got a top 10 pick they'd probably throw is, in two other future firsts what players would you want if you're Green Bay? Is Name this them. the is this the, is this the breakup 
uh, it's not you, it's me. Where you just look, I did everything I could. Yeah. You know, you did everything. You it's not you. You did everything possible. Isn't it, isn't it wild though that Aaron Rodgers has such an affection for two different types of personalities too? I mean, two very Hackett different people. And Clements. Yeah. Very I different. can't. I will say this. We might be way over looking looking into this way too much. Where I don't know if he's comparing Hackett and Clements right now. I would hope he's comparing rosters, yeah. how long he wants to play, financially where he's at, what what can he do in Green Bay, what can he do in Denver financially, how long financially, and then how realistic is a Super Bowl? And he's winking to Mike Tomlin on the sideline, Pittsburgh's in play. Right, possibly. have fun, right. So, and then you look at the AFC and NFC. you got to look at that, right, if you're Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Rogers. Chicago's not going anywhere Look at the division. Minnesota, Green Bay's division. not. Detroit's Green Bay's not. division, they're already going to win their division. Yeah. Yeah. He goes to Denver. You're just, you don't even know if you're going to win your division in Denver. Right. He's, to me, he's staying if he wants to play football and, and win it a could Super be Bowl. be about other stuff than football, too. Now, if you leave Green Bay, my guess is it's your, you're getting more financially. Something's going to happen financially for you, happiness. Mm-hmm. You're doing it not for Super Bowl reasons. If you want to win a Super Bowl, you should stay in Green Bay. You were just the number one seed. You know, Tom Brady is the quarterback who seems so obsessed with that winning to an unhealthy level. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to win. He wants to win, but I don't think it's to that kind of level. My point being, I think he would consider leaving outside the box. Then to me, that's fine. And I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm saying he's not his number one priority is not winning a super bowl right if you want to win a super bowl you stay in green bay he clearly won it out last offseason we can't overlook that like he for five months this trade went on well he and he he, had a hell of a team that just was in the nfc championship game for two years in a row at that point and he got everything he wanted right they kept i mean if if you want to if you want me to come back i want this i want this i want okay we do it he scored 10 points. 10. That's the hardest part for me. Because I am sitting here defending him, keep him, keep him. And don't throw the crap about the weather. I mean, no. look, look what Josh Allen did no, no, and no. the frigid no, cold no, 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 in no, Buffalo. No. no, don't do weather. Don't do weather. But, uh, you know, he's it, one of the best. We've, we've been talking weather. here for an hour or whatever it is. Like, I, I think we're in the same place. I think he plays for Green Bay. Yeah. If he wants to play football, keep playing football and win a Super Bowl. Yeah. It would have to be it would have to be something insane that it financially I think for him to want to leave. Yeah, you can't go to the AFC to say you have a better chance of winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> Any NFC? I mean, Green Bay wouldn't want to trade him in the NFC. No, that's I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think. Yeah. Wouldn't think that's a possibility. Anything else in the NFL offseason, Jim? Before <laughs> I can't believe we're. I know you know I haven't. I, it's weird we're at that spot, but is there anything else big? You fill me in. No, I mean, uh, I'll say if I, I know that uh, Steelers you know, quarterback obviously Russia's invading Ukraine today. Isn't that, isn't so that, that's something, right? We sit here and we're sitting here like guessing on where does he want to make all his money for right. the Super Bowl? And this, I know, it's tragic. It's sad. Tragic, sad. And well said. It's yeah. The sad part to me is that it's like you know today people are talking about it tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And then it's on to the next, on to the next item thing. of bullshit in this country. That's a hot topic right now. I know. I know. It's real life. 
and um, we don't get too deep into real life stuff on this podcast, but man, I, we got to pay attention to this because this is, this is massive. Well, it seems like it, it seems like every, a lot of countries are about to get involved in this. Well, a country was handed over to uh, the Taliban. Let's not forget that we started there. Now this is happening. What, what's next? I wonder what Taiwan's thinking, but I, People listen to this for an escape, so well, I, I, don't wanna say, get, I don't want to get too here I am, deep, but here I am. I agree with you. No, but it's, Tyler, it's crazy this, to talk about this stuff. No, it is, and takes you. It puts you back in reality sometimes. Where I'm like stressed out if Old Dominion's going to beat Florida Atlantic tonight, right? But real life is this. Like, man, this is like I know we sit here in our nice little safe world, and then it's like, yeah, we're talking about where does Aaron Rodgers? Win I know, wins? right? I know. that's unbelievable. So everybody please you know well, put your thoughts where yeah, they should thoughts. be for sure and uh but you know we're here as an outlet too so well that's part of our job it right? matters everybody out there thanks for listening for watching hamburg we appreciate it hamburg for hosting it feels so good to be back it feels great to be back we're gonna have a lot happening at go long so i plan on doing like a off season here's what's coming post soon for the site the podcast will keep humming along. We got to do we have another cleanse coming up, Jim? Do we have any more cleanses? The Rogers cleanse? Yeah. Mine. I would like a Rogers cleanse. That'd be nice, right? And Aaron Rodgers, 12 day. Man. Break up with your girl. Well, we thought that happened, but then he's talking about her on the show. So I don't know what the hell's happening. We don't even know what's happening. Nobody knows. Does Pat McAfee know? He's not going to ask him about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone.